Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Courts Today, your daily dose of legal news from courts across the country. My name is Ostika Das and I will be hosting this segment for the rest of this week. The Allahabad High Court has given the green signal to the Archaeological Survey of India to conduct a scientific survey of the entire Gyanwapi Mosque premises in Varanasi. Today in the morning, a bench of Justice Prithinkar Divakar dismissed the Mosque Committee's challenge to the July 21st order passed by a local court in Varanasi allowing an application filed by Hindu worshippers seeking an ASI survey of the entire precinct except for the already sealed Wuzukhana. This application was moved to determine whether the mosque had been constructed over a pre-existing structure of a Hindu temple. You may remember that in May, the Allahabad High Court had already directed the archaeological survey to conduct a scientific survey of the shivling that has allegedly been found inside the mosque. While upholding the Varanasi Court's order for an ASI survey of the entire premises, the Allahabad High Court today said that the scientific survey of the disputed site is necessary in the interest of justice and it shall benefit the plaintiffs and defendants alike and it will also come in the aid of the trial court to arrive at a just decision in this matter. The court has also clarified that the dismissal of this writ petition filed by the mosque committee would not affect the right of the parties to the suit to remain present at the time of the scientific investigation by the Archaeological Survey of India. But there's more. After the Allahabad High Court dismissed the mosque committee's petition, it has now filed an appeal in the Supreme Court urging for the matter to be heard soon. As the constitution bench hearing the article 370 pleas was about to rise at 4 in the evening today, advocate Nizam Pasha mentioned the matter and said that he had sent an email as per protocol. To this, Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachur said that he would look at the email right away. So it is likely that in light of the urgency, this matter will be listed and heard very soon. We have news coming out of the state of Manipur which has been witnessing unprecedented ethnic violence since the beginning of May. In an urgent hearing held at 5 am today, the Manipur High Court ordered status quo to be maintained with respect to a land where the mass burial of the bodies of members of the Kukizo community was proposed to be carried out. These people were recently killed in the ongoing clashes. The case was heard by a bench of Acting Chief Justice M. V. Murali Dharan and Justice Guneshwar Sharma. The bench was told that a large mob from both communities had gathered around the disputed land and the situation could escalate into violence at any moment. In view of these apprehensions, the bench passed an interim order directing status quo to be maintained. They said that this order was necessary taking into account the potentiality of aggravating the already volatile law and order situation and the possibility of igniting a fresh wave of violence and bloodshed due to the gathering of a large mob from both the communities at the land in question. The High Court has also allowed the representatives of the Kukizo community to apply to officials for allotment of an alternative site within a week. It also urged the central and state governments to try and come up with amicable settlements in this matter. Justice Samir J. Dave of the Gujarat High Court today recused from hearing the plea filed by social activist Tista Setalwad to quash the case lodged against her by the Gujarat police. The Gujarat police has accused her of fabricating documents to implicate high government functionaries including the then Chief Minister Narendra Modi in relation to the 2002 Gujarat riots. The FIR has been filed against Setalwad as well as former civil servants R.B. Srikumar and Sanjeev Bhatt. Setalwad moved the High Court soon after a city sessions court in Gujarat's Ahmedabad dismissed her discharge application in relation to this case. 
Additional principal judge A.R. Patel of the city civil and sessions court Ahmedabad has rejected the application filed by Setalwad seeking to be discharged on the ground that a prima facie case could be made out. One day before this, a Supreme Court bench had granted regular bail to Setalwad in this case, opining that the High Court's order rejecting her bail plea was perverse and contradictory. The Delhi High Court has refused to entertain a public interest litigation to restrict cash transaction of goods, products and services purchased through online shopping platforms like Amazon and Flipkart. The petitioner, advocate and BJP leader Ashwini Kumar Upadhyay withdrew the PIL after a division bench of Chief Justice Satish Chandra Sharma and Justice Sanjeev Narula expressed the inclination of dismissing his plea. Today, the Supreme Court Constitution bench headed by Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachur resumed hearing the batch of petitions challenging the abrogation of Article 370 of the Constitution which stripped the erstwhile state of Jammu and Kashmir of its special status. During today's proceedings, senior advocate Kapil Sibal reiterated his submission that Article 370 could not be abrogated since the Constituent Assembly of Jammu and Kashmir, which was entrusted to recommend its abrogation or modification, had already dissolved in 1957. In response, the bench asked if the parliament could not abrogate Article 370 using its amending powers under Article 368. Justice Call, along similar lines, remarked that the constitution was a living document and asked senior advocate Sibyl if he was saying that there was no mechanism to change Article 370 even when everyone wanted to change it. The court also inquired from Sibyl about what, in his view, would be a, the appropriate procedure for abrogating Article 370. In response, Sibyl said that the purpose of the hearing was not to provide answers regarding the proper method to abrogate the article, but to decide the validity of the course already adopted by the central government. Multiple petitions have been filed in the Supreme Court of India challenging the decision of the Patna High Court upholding the Bihar government's caste-based survey. This verdict was delivered by a division bench of the High Court which rejected the contention that an attempt to collect data on the basis of caste amounted to a census and held that the exercise was perfectly valid initiated with due competence. The petitioners who have approached the top court include Akhilesh Kumar and NGOs Ek Soch Ek Prayas and Youth for Equality. The petitioners have reiterated before the Supreme Court that the exercise being carried out by the Bihar government amount to a census that only the union is empowered to carry out owing to the operation of entry 69 of list 1 of 7th schedule read with the Census Act 1948. The petitioners have also raised concerns over the possible infringement of the right to privacy which has been held to be a part of Article 21 in the 2017 case Puttaswami judgment of the Supreme Court. In the wake of the recent cheetah deaths in Madhya Pradesh's Kuno National Park, the centre has informed the Supreme Court that even though the mortalities among the cheetahs introduced from African continent were troubling, they were not unduly alarming. As per media reports, another cheetah has died in Kuno National Park this week, taking the death toll to nine in the last five months. The Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change and the National Tiger Conservation Authority in their most recent affidavit filed before the Supreme Court have said that the survival rates of cheetahs in introduced population can be as low as 10% among cubs. Cheetahs in general, the Environment Ministry has asserted, have low survival rates, that is around 50%, even in non-introduced populations. In the case of introduced population, owing to several other variables, the survival rates are even lower. 
The center has told the Supreme Court that though the mortalities are troubling and in need of redressal and curtailment, they are not unduly alarming. This affidavit was filed in response to a plea moved by an expert committee constituted by the Supreme Court to guide and direct the National Tiger Conservation Authority with respect to its ambitious cheetah reintroduction program. In their plea, the expert committee has alleged that NTCA has omitted them from the decision-making process despite the top court's order and have refused to accept their submissions and advice. We have come to an end of this episode. If you found this compilation useful, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Comment your thoughts and feedback in the comment section below. Also hit the bell icon to get a notification whenever we upload a video and visit our website www.livelaw.in to read our detailed reports. I am your host Ostika Das and I will see you again tomorrow.